There are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. Chat row, Tyler, the moderator, handling the duties there. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You're now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 12.15 Club. I'm M- Ariel here with all the boys in the back. Dylan, Dylan the graphics guy. I'm starting with you this week, Dylan. I, you never go first, so I'm going to give you some love to start with you. It's about time. <laughs> Tyler the moderator, Eric the big German, and Marvin the Prince. Fun week. It kind of started off slow. Uh, usually, so full transparency here. By by like Wednesday, me and Eric are usually trying to figure out what we're going to talk on the show. And this week it was like, uh, you got anything? And he's like, not really. You got anything? I was like, no. I really hope that these last two days are. Well, I mean, the show was great, right? But it's like, it's heavy on sports. And yeah. this podcast is supposed to be kind of like a behind the scenes the shows were great but there wasn't a lot going on behind the scenes yeah it's been kind of just straightforward everybody comes in you know punch the clock lunchbox guys you know how it is (laughs) (laughs) you're a big lunchables box guy big huge um so we had a couple calls this week that were kind of resonated around the back room uh we started off first with patricia this is how it went patricia in florida hi dan hi patricia I'm a longtime fan of yours. I've been following you since you used to have, um, uh, gosh, what's his name now? Rob Dibble? No. um, Keith Oberman. Keyshawn. I like like when you interview Keyshawn. I think on Mondays and now you have uh, Reggie Miller. Yeah. Um, I'm a longtime sports fan. I had seven brothers. I grew up in South Bend, so I bled blue and gold. I remember my first quarterback was probably Terry Hanratty. I think he was number five. Number five, yep. So. So I followed Notre Dame, and then I went to I moved to uh, Gardena, California, and became a, a huge Laker fan. Um, I I still have a VCR tape of the '86, '87 Lakers back-to-back championship, mm-hmm. and then I also was a huge Dodger fan. And we happened to be camping. I I, I was going to miss the World Series because we were going camping up in the Sequoias. So I missed the championship game when, uh, but I listened to, we listened to it on the radio when uh, Bob, Kirk Gibson uh, hit the home run. So I just wanted to call and say I really enjoy um, listening to you. I love sports. I love basketball. I'm I'm still a Laker fan. Uh, I appreciate how you always stand behind um, LeBron James when everybody else is bashing him. He seems like a great man. man. Patricia, thank you. Thank you uh, for... uh be uh, being a fan. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Uh, fall of 1986, Patricia bought a VCR. This day in sports history. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got multiple questions here. Off that call alone, Dan worked with Keyshawn. I was very confused about that too. She said she liked when he she interviewed Keyshawn, which I was like, okay. But you, she set it up like this is when <clears throat> I started watching. Yeah, but I was like. Keyshawn? Like Keyshawn Johnson? Yeah, I was thinking like Keyshawn Which Johnson. Keyshawn, yeah. Second question. Marvin, do you not tell callers that they can only go 30 to 40 seconds? That was a, a minute and a half. The funny thing was, like, you you know, you're usually, oh, you know, thanks for the call. You know, I'll put you on hold with Dan. Get right to your point. 
usually, and you know this being a uh, call screener, more times than not, their conversation with Dan is way longer than their conversation with you. And yeah. from their standpoint, I kind of understand because they've been on hold for an hour, an hour and a half. And in my mind, I want to tell them like, look, if it's a really good call, it's 45 seconds. Yeah, I mean, that's what they tell us. Like Paul, and I, I mean, I was a call screener for a while. Um, and they would say, keep it 30 or tell them to keep it 30 to 45 seconds. So once it hits and you're a call screen and you hear them and they're, you're already creeping up to 30 and you're into 40 seconds, you're cringing because you know you're going to get an a IM that says what more. We got to tighten up on these calls. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, and you know this, getting one like long calls and not even like, it's it's different if they're long, funny calls. Yeah. Like if it's just a long story, like the one uh, about Mike Tyson and the, at the, the end, salad. the Caesar salad. Yeah. Mario, do you not have that feeling like you are, your skin is crawling as they keep going on and you can see Dan, like, all right, uh, get you, to you, your <laughs> point, Marvin. Eric, why did that call resonate? Because when that, when after that happened, you messaged me right away and you said, we got to cut that for 1215 this week. Well, it... So, you know, obviously the show is nothing without fans, right? Of course. But it was clear that she, she I think she's even said to being a long-time listener, first-time caller, I think. Yeah. Um, and, you know, today we had uh, a guy, Steve, in Colorado call, and he got real kind of emotional, has had mm -hmm. a tough couple of weeks. And, um, you know, it's kind of, for me, it, it's like... We do the show, and there's about 12 of us that come in every day, and, you know, when we go on the road, we see fans and stuff, but in general, you don't ever really get feedback from the fans. You don't know who's listening, yeah. you know, and so um, while, and I know Paul kind of made a joke because the call went on a long time, and she never really got to any particular point, um, you know, it, it's good, at least from my perspective, because it, it, it kind of shows you the different people and the different places they are in their life, whether they're in the car or they're recovering from surgery or, you know, it's kind of, that seems to be when people seem to find us. Um, and, you know, I think it was great, you know, cause I thought today's show, by the way, Friday was, it was awesome. Yeah. Super high energy. Like even in the back, like I was like off the chain, I was making stupid comments yeah, you, all day. You were uh, <laughs> hyper. I was fired up. Um, and, uh, no, I just thought it was a, it was a great way to end out uh, the week, but it was just, you know, and then you had that, uh, again, that caller, Steve, and it's just so cool that we're, you know, what we do for work it affects people, and it's every once in a while it's cool to get that feedback. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like I never really realized it because you're like, you know, we're a small staff. We're not like this big production staff. There's only, like you said, 12 of us. Like the effect that we have on other people, like we're a national show, and Dan says it every morning. We are in, three, you know, 360-plus radio stations, but you don't really see that until you get 376 with Juno. Ooh, 376. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that number exact. Um, but you see that, like, you know, via interactions on social media, and you know, somebody sending an email, just knowing your name, and it's kind of wild, Dylan. Um, I was gonna say the other side of the like calls like that and stuff. You know, the the more comedic side of the long rambling, you know, Caesar salad guy calls is, it's like even though it's bad, quote unquote, it ends up being better than most of the other calls because it just it gets brought back down the line. We talk about it like we're doing right now. Yeah. It sort of, it feeds the entire village, so to speak. And the guys, Danettes and Dan, they have this great chemistry that they can kind of riff on something and make mm -hmm. something that was so-so eh, into something funny and good content. I was going to say, it's like when there's like, when if someone messes up or something, it's like, you know, gut reactions, like 
like that's bad, like in, just fundamentally bad. But then it ends up being spinning into something else sometimes. When you get like a certain phone call in your mind, you're thinking, oh, they can play with this for an hour. Like as soon as, mm-hmm. you know, somebody calls in or like there's a caller that, you know, like Alan Atlanta has become like a new guy where I'm like, I just put in he's positive today. Yeah, he's 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 trying to stay positive. <laughs> yeah, and like and Dan just runs with it because like he's he knows. A just, yeah, yeah, like he knows, and he's just a diehard you know Atlanta sports fan and who's gone through all this heartache, and it's just something you can kind of play off of, or if it's just a random caller and you're like, oh, I I just can't pass up on the story. I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it's just good content. But Steve, the uh, what you call call him the sad caller, when he was on. He was like, look, I just want to say thanks for, you know, getting me through a really tough week. And in the description, when there's the caller and where the caller's from, I'll just put saying thanks because, you know. Yeah, so what Marvin's uh, describing is what, you know, when Dan gets a call, there's a, he has another monitor there where he sees the caller, where they're from, and then what they're calling to talk about. So I would do that in the past too, where. Sometimes it's just something that has nothing to do with it, but you can write a little message to Dan where he sees, all right, this is a good call or whatever this may be, you know, just to take that call because it may be on topic or something that could be funny. So uh, we had another call, though, that was funny. Uh, This one's from Lucy. Lucy in California. Hi, Lucy. Well, hi, Dan. How are you? Great. Great. What's on your mind? Well, uh, we're a little disappointed out here that the games aren't in California, so I have a little song for you. Oh, okay. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we, here we go. We can't go to the ball game, <laughs> our team's not even in town. We bought ourselves peanuts and cracker jacks, so we'll sit on our couch with a beer and kick back. We'll still root, root, root for the Dodgers because cardboard fans aren't the same. So let's hope we shut the Rays out at tonight's ball (laughs) game. There you go. Thank you, Lucy. Well done. Thank you for calling in. All right, so what was better? One of those calls or all the mock headlines that Todd has tried this week? Oh, I don't know. Uh, that's a that's a that's a toss up. I don't know. I mean, that was it was unique. Yeah, it was unexpected. It was well done. But I also like. I don't know how. I don't know her age, but I guess that she could be at least in her fifties. I don't know. Yeah. Um So I just imagine like someone's parents, someone's mom, like a probably empty nest. They're trying to figure out what to do with their free time. They started watching the show. Her husband probably hyped her up for weeks to call in, and then <laughs> she calls in and does that performance. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, that that's pro- that's one of my favorite moments of the week. But Todd's mock headlines were also great today. He had, uh, I think it was on Wednesday, where he had like Tua. just- Yeah, and it was just, they were bad. You thought they were bad? I thought that the, I, the one that had me cracking up was Tag Ovailoa. You're it. Yeah. yeah. I would <laughs> say, say it twice. <laughs> Tag of Iloa. You know, you get it because they're playing. Game You're right, because they're playing tag. You know, and then first name is Tag. It starts with T A G. So it's like. Yeah, but today's were amazing. Though. Yeah, I I thought Todd really showed his range today. He brought in <laughs> he brought in some stuff from the debate, the debate, yeah. the game. Yeah. It was yeah. he was all over the map, and he but you yeah, know, that's true. That's generally true. Which is usually, yeah. I guess, that's not really his showing any more range. But Marv. So Lucy called Wednesday, and you know she was like, "Oh, I have a song," and I was like, "All right," and. Of course, I was like, okay, you know, can you sing it? She was like, sure. And so she sang it yeah. before she got on. And I was like, 
you've gone through way too much trouble to sing for I'm just a call screener. I'm just a guy. And I'm just Mark. That's that's it. And so I was like, I have to put her on. And, you know, it was on topic. We were talking about the Dodgers and the Rays. And I was like, why not? Something fun and lighthearted. So it was a good week for uh for calls. For calls, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You did a good job screening those this week, Mark. Oh, you thank got you. a lot a lot of a lot of content out of those. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> Tyler, um, yesterday you had a date with Dan Patrick. Yes, sir. Can you give us the deets? Uh, Did you kiss? Yeah, <laughs> I tried, trust me. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, so I've been, probably once a month I've been staying late with Dan while he does these, you have a question already, Eric? Yeah, he's not staying late. He's leaving at like 1230 because okay. he has to take a nap so he can come back for an hour at <laughs> night. But go ahead. I'm going to leave that part out. So, yeah, I've been meeting Dan back at the man cave around five-ish, and uh, he's been doing these... Uh, so late. So he's been doing these uh, full-sale uh, critiques with uh, a variety of different students, um, which I just find absolutely uh, amazing, remarkable, the, the job that he's done. And he's he's got, a like, a scheduled window that he's supposed to be uh, doing it, and he just right. So where's the part on, that you guys went on the date? That's where's the part where you don't interrupt me? Let's get to the date part, Tyler. That's what we, we're, we're here well, for. just giving the background. It is about the date. It, it, this all leads up to the date. All right, let's hear the date. So he asks me, hey, where do you want to go to uh, Where do you want to go to dinner? And he's like, do you want to go to Dockside again? Because that's where we went the, the, the last time. And I was like, yeah, Dockside works. And he's like, or we can do Seven Seas. And I was like, yeah, Seven Seas is sick. Yeah, let's do Seven Seas. It's a kind of blast from the past. Okay, so Dan said that you tried to sneak in some questions about chat row? No. So, no. So Dan lied. Are you accusing Dan of lying? Uh, at the end, I did, there was some, some things that I wanted to ask on chat row's behalf. So you just lied? No, no, I didn't just lie. I just, I didn't think it was a pro. I just wanted to keep it conversational and not, not badger him with, with questions. And then he told me that if I wanted to schedule something uh, with him in the, in the future that I can... Uh, reach out to his people that, yeah. <laughs> no that he would he would be happy to take some questions from chat row okay so that's something to look forward to yeah I was able to get out of him that there's a uh, there's a small part of him that misses the old man cave uh, just because there's so much you know nostalgia attached to it there's um, he brought up just like the 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 guests that he had, like Will Ferrell, came to mind for him, and just we we kind of just relive those memories. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was fun. Yeah, I mean, I think all of us, at least me and Eric, were at the old studio. Eric, is there any part of it that you miss? Well, or- I think the old studio had a bit of charm because it was like a round peg in a square hole, right? So it was like, you know, the basketball court was like. I don't know, 10 feet by seven feet. I mean, it was tiny if you really look at it, right? Yeah. And But somehow they they made it work, and there was just kind of this more rogue uh, feeling there. And I think when we came to this studio, I mean, we went from like 3,200 square feet to 18, almost 19,000 square feet. So, I mean, there's a huge difference there. And um, while I think the show, 
looks better. There's a lot more opportunity to do different things. We've, you know, the Traeger area alone is a huge change. Yeah, me, um, and, me and Alan used to have to wheel in the Traeger area, or wheel out the Traeger every I day. I love you take credit for that. Literally, Tyler's job every Friday was to come in and do Meat Friday, but that's fine. I would wheel out, ask Alan, I would wheel out the Traeger with him every time. And <laughs> this the, is literally not true. And the last time we did it, I said, Alan, this is the last time we're ever doing this. Yeah, first and last. But, next but I will say, Alan. But, <laughs> but I will say, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing now at the old studio. You know, like, the we, we had no idea at the time we, when we did the move that the our time with AT&T was going to end and that Dan was going to have to take over all the production. But there was no room there for a control room. You know, all this, like, the 1215 Club couldn't happen. There's not There was not enough room to record. Yeah. You know, you add all the COVID stuff and the fact that we, you know, try to be socially distanced as much as possible. I mean, there's, there's no shot you were doing that at the old studio. So... I think it's a blessing that we were able to get. I don't know if Dan shares this or not, or shared this at your at your lunch, but or dinner. But I think it's a blessing uh, that we got here. But there certainly there was a charm to the old studio. Yeah, for sure. I, I kind of miss being in the same room as all of them. They, like you just hear different things. You I know? don't think they miss it. Though. I know they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I kind of miss it mostly from that. Well, yeah, because there's a lot of talking that they do off mic and you can see it sometimes like i'll leave up the wide shot in their room and you can see they kind of lift off their headphones start yeah talking. and there's a lot of stuff that happens there but um but you're also not really contributing as much i don't mean this is disrespect but like you're focused on social media cutting clips kind of managing rob and dan g making sure that they're doing everything that needs to happen so mm. um i don't think it would be good for you to be in the room anymore no i don't think my purpose I think, yeah, I don't think what I do now would uh, make much of a difference or make a big difference in the room. In the past, I think, pro- probably. Um, but I do do more stuff during that era. <laughs> so wait, so Tyler, did Dan, <laughs> did Dan share some of those same sentiments? Yeah. About the new studio? Um, yeah. He, I mean, he said, don't get me wrong. The the, the new one is so much better, and, and, and he loves it. And uh, he credited you a lot uh, for, for helping him out. And he said he told me that he had the image. He just, you know, needed you to execute, which he appreciated. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's funny because uh, if, if people don't know, yeah, I direct show now, but I was really kind of more on the production management side. But because of my background, my dad was a contractor. And, like, um, so I was the project manager for the studio build. And it happened very fast. And uh, there was a lot of times Dan would come in and be like, oh, I wasn't – Is that, that was that always like that? And uh, – he trusted me in a lot of ways, but uh, no, I like I said, I think that being here, we could not do what we're doing at the old studio. I, I honestly think there's a chance there would be no visual uh, portion of the show if we were still at the old studio, just because there's not enough room there, or we would have had to get another part of that building. I mean, it would have been a big deal, and the timing of everything, um, when kind of everything came down with the AT&T uh, relationship ending and how quickly we need to stand this up, I don't know that we would have been able to lease another property, build it out, get power, get HVAC, build a control room, all that stuff. And here it was just kind of like, all right, well, next week we're just going to have a control room built. So, um, yeah, it's uh, I definitely feel like we're at the right place at the right time. You know what I miss most about the old studio, actually? No, I don't. Second most, because I said what I missed the most before. Wheel of Punishment. The guys talked about that this week. Uh, that they haven't done a wheel of punishment in a while. Why not? What What do you think is held back from doing any wheel of punishment? We do a lot of shower shames, and we've done a couple of those since we've been in this new studio. But I don't think we've done one wheel of punishment since being here. So uh, one of the things I think is that Dan's 
punishment. So the chronology typically was, all right, we're going to make this bet, and it's going to be for a wheel of punishment. And then Dan would start deciding what was going to be on the wheel of punishment. So yeah. I think the risk was a little bit higher. Now it's like, all right, it's going to be a shower of shame. And like, while some of the things that we put in there, I remember Tyler at the old studio, there was like the the squid one that the we Navy, had. Navy oh. Army game, Army Navy game. Oh my God. And it was like, I think we got 10 pounds of squid. And then we, we remember we burned out two blenders trying oh. to make it. We had to keep going to the store to buy blenders. Oh, it was and just pasted in the, oh. in the blender afterwards. Oh, so I think still to this day, in the one, under, of the blenders one of the blenders did survive underneath it, yeah. does have and the, navy beans. the crusty squid yeah. in it. Ugh. So, uh, you know, while that's kind of gross and stinky, it's still, you know what you're getting. With the Wheel of Punishment, there's a bigger risk. I mean, I think Paul, one of Paul's things was he had to shave the um, lightning, bolt. lightning bolt in the back of his head. I think there was like Seton, or no, Paul and um, Fritzy had to get their body painted. Yeah. Um, Andrew had to eat off a random stranger's uh, plate. Yeah, Seton dressed up as a tiger. Tiger. Like, so, like, not that those are really the Seton, the uh, stranger's plate thing, that was. That was a pretty intense. That was awkward, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my first week ever working on Dan Patrick show. Yeah, Dylan? You guys have never done that? What? No. Eat, eating off a stranger's plate? No. Have you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that just surprised me. When's the last me. time you did that? Yeah. Um, well, actually, it's kind of a funny story, but when I was- I would guess. <laughs> when when I was in uh, uh, abroad in Spain, I would, uh, when I was you know low on funds at particular times, my friend and I would go to Domino's. And no one takes anything to go there, so they would just leave their like leftover pizza there, and we would eat their that's, pizza. That's disgusting. And everyone would look at us like we were literally aliens. I think that uh, Dylan must be immune to COVID. Oh yeah, I, I, I had it like six years ago. <laughs> yeah. That that that's nasty. You think you think we will see some kind of uh, wheel punishment return soon, or? Listen, the wheel's here. We still have the theme song. Seton had to take the dust off of it, but um, it's always an option. But if I was making a bet I, and I had the option between a shower shame and a wheel of punishment, I would vote shower shame 100% of the time. I'd vote wheel of punishment. From a content perspective or for you selfishly? Uh, Both. Content-wise, because it's like a shower shame, you know somebody's just going to get dumped on somebody. The like the possibilities are endless with a wheel of punishment. Like you don't know. I mean, so I don't want to get like an eyebrow taken out or anything. That was that was on one of them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't agree to an eyebrow on there. Soft. <laughs> I mean, if like if it's between eating off a stranger's plate or like Tyler throwing hot sauce in my eyes, like I'm going to stranger's plate. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler tried. So when I did mine, when we lost a match, which there may be another match coming up soon. Mm. Uh, oh, Tyler. <laughs> Please no, <laughs> Tyler. So the, he Tyler was in charge of filling up the balloons that were going to be thrown at me, and I walk oh. in. I walk in that morning, and I'm like, I didn't hear anything about like hot sauce. I heard like maybe some milk, and I, I heard maybe some fruit punch. So I go to the back, and I like, Eric, what, what's going on with the the gallons of hot sauce out there? And he goes, Yeah, I don't know. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler was trying to sneak some hot sauce in there. You like, you think it'd be cool if I you know put some hot sauce in these balloons? And Eric was like, no, that can actually hurt him. So thank you, Eric. Tyler. I was doing you a favor, dude. I'd be thrilled if I got hit with a hot sauce balloon right to the right to the face. Why? Yeah, because it's delicious. <laughs> what about your eyes? Yeah, do, your, eh. do your eyeballs taste it? <laughs> <laughs> it's heartburn with the... Yeah. Hopefully we'll see. Yeah, you need a balloon filled with Zantac, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Double fist. <laughs>
Well, hopefully we'll see some kind of shower shame wheel of punishment coming. I know there's a Are couple you putting on the yourself line. up? Because we could have our own wheel of punishment. Yeah. Oh. What do you want to put on the line? <laughs> I don't want to be a part, a part of it. Oh, oh, you're talking a big game, oh, and then you to you're the one talking a big Mario, game. You're like, I will take wheel punishment. I'll I will take any side it. of any bet that you want. Yeah, you bet on everything. You're a de- degenerate gambler. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so I'm going to throw it over to Tyler now. Last week we named our inaugural chatter of the week. Uh, I think he gave it to some guy named Clumpy Kitty in chat row or something like that. Um, so I think Tyler, we're gonna actually have him on this week. Um, I'm gonna throw it to you, and then you're gonna name Chatter of the Week. So Ty, Clumpy, <laughs> congrats on the first ever Chat of the Week award. <laughs> thanks, uh, Tyler, my man. It's yeah, good. yeah, buddy. Uh, well, thanks for making some time for us, man. Uh, not sure why you would, but we appreciate it. Um, so. So, Clumps, you've been an avid Chat Row contributor since the early YouTube days. I was wondering uh, what it is about Chat Row that makes you as loyal and dedicated to it as you are. Oh, it's, uh, well, I mean, it starts at the top, obviously, with you and, and all the guys in the back room. I mean, we, we really appreciate everything you've done. And with the transition to 2.0, it was just a great place for us to be. And, and that's why I like Chat Row. You know, it's it's like a family, and you can see that watching us and how we even communicate back and forth with you. It's like we've built up great friendships throughout um, ever since the YouTube days, and it's a place where people can go if they just, you know, have like a migraine headache that day and they want to talk about it. People talk about it. They offer help and suggestions, and it's just a, it's just a, a well-loving family, and uh that's what I really enjoy out of it and, and making the friendships in this time when, you know, we need that. We can't go out to a concert or we can't go out to a party in the park or whatever and just meet people and meet new friends and experience 2020, you know. So we've come to Chat Row and that's really filled that void, at least for me. I mean, not speaking for everybody, but um, that's why I'm grateful that it's there, just keeping connections and meeting new people and sharing life interests with other people and just being snarky with each other like a brother and sister would on on the chat row. It's, you know, it's, it's fun stuff, and it's funny, and uh, I really appreciate all the relationships that I've made so far and just hope other people feel the same. And like I said, everything you do and, and all the other boys, man, it's great, really great. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, buddy. It's it's it really it just feels like we got a, a good it's a a family. I really it's a family is is what I go back to. But um, uh, how long have you been listening to DP show before Chat Row? I uh, I took a vacation out to Oklahoma in 2013, and driving on the back roads there, it's like they're gravel roads and people are flying at like 80 miles an hour and whatever. So I'm just flipping through radio stations and um. I landed on uh, Dan Patrick show and it took me a while to realize it was the Dan Patrick show because I heard all these other people talking besides Dan, it's obviously the Dan S, but um, listening to it, I'm like, this is a really strange format for a show. You know, there's like one guy, he's the host, but then there's these four other dudes and they're talking all the time. What's going on with this? So that piqued my interest in the show and I've been listening ever since. So that's, that's been about seven years. That's awesome. Uh, Big German's got a question for you. Hey, Mr. Yeah, Clumps. Uh, hey, so hey, listen, yeah. I, I have to tell you. So last week, you know, we do edit the 1215 Club a little bit for time and for content. And when Tyler crowned you the first ever Chatter of the Week, I honestly, and I think as you know, I don't really, I can't pay attention because I have to direct the show and do all the other stuff I do. But uh, 
I thought you were a girl just because of your name. So, <laughs> so I just have to tell you. Uh, so my question is, why is your name Clumpy Kitty? So um, I had a cat. Her name was Catters, you know, very original uh, with a K. And um, she was 15 years old. She was really, really heavy. She was 15 when she passed. But she was really, really heavy towards the middle part of her life before she had diabetes and slimmed down. But when she was... Um, when she was fat, she couldn't clean all of her body. So she would miss spots, especially on her back. So what we had to do is we had to shave her back for her all the time because these giant clumps would form on her back. And one day I'm just like tossing through pictures of looking at her. And I'm like, wait, it's, yeah, that was a really clumpy kitty, wasn't it? And then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have any online presence name that's unique or catchy or anything. So why not? So I just went with that. So it's a, it's a tribute to Catters, who I, I love and I miss her so much. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. That's <laughs> inspiring. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> so um, I thought I'd keep you on the line when I crown. Uh, I'm going to crown the second Chatter of the Week so you can sort of pass the baton. Are you good with that? Oh, man, I can't wait. Okay, and the sound effect here. <laughs> I'm going to run out of air. I got to give... The second chatter of the week to my man, John Tassant. I've been leaning toward him. I've been leaning toward him all week, and he's really sealed the deal today with his comment. After Dan Dan graded Todd on his uh, first hour's performance, he, and this is what John said. He said, "Quote: I give him a D, so uh, he could be Todd with two Ds again." Uh, clumps, clumps. Are you okay with this pick? Oh man, I'm more than more than happy. Nobody I'd rather pass it on to than my boy John representing Lizard Alley and Chat Row and all the Chat Rowers. <laughs> That's right. Represent. Dude, thanks for joining us, man. And I look forward to next week, and uh, we're going to have a fun week again. Oh, you, you know it, bud. And don't forget to finish filling out your fantasy football lineup this week. Oh, you're going down, buddy. It's, it's actually ironic that I play you this week, and uh, you're going down. See you on the gridiron, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, man. All right. Take care, boys. I'm, I'm sorry to say, but I don't think we can have Chatter of the Week on every week. Why not? We just got other guests. We got other things to hit. Like we, I didn't even get to my full rundown today. We're going to have the segment, right? But yeah, yeah, we just yeah. won't have the caller. We, we, we'll have Chatter of the Week every week, okay. but I just don't think we'll have the caller call it. And I just said, let's do Clumpy Kitty because he was the first ever Chatter of the Week. Well, it was my idea, but yeah. But, but I okayed it. Eric okayed it. <sighs> Now back to you in the studio. I okayed it. Da-da-da-damn. Da, da, because I run this. Guys, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> all right, so I think that's all we got this week. We covered a lot of ground. Um, Dylan, I'm actually going to throw it to you. I want you to pretend like you're me and end this podcast. Well, that's all we got today. Coming from me, Mario, Tyler the moderator, Dylan the graphics guy, Marvin the prince, and Eric the big German. Uh, that was a bevy of information this week. That's all we got. You didn't say m Ariel, so oh. no, you lose. That's it. We'll all catch right. you guys next week. <laughs>